Hello, people of the internet. You are listening to Eureka Unplugged, a podcast that provides insights in education, teaching, and learning through student engagement. Today, we are going to talk about something that a lot of parents and people are probably dealing with, anxiety and specifically anxious kids. Dr. Hilwig, why is this topic important or affect you personally? What, what is your experience with anxiety and mental health in general or as it relates to education? Well, Ivy, it's good to be here today. Um, I think this anxious kids um, topic has been one that's been brewing for a few years now. Um, I, you know, just observing my own children and their friends um, being anxious around completing schoolwork or making sports teams um, to just general uh, day-to-day challenges. Uh, I also think that with COVID, it has been even more acute because now um, kids are experiencing social anxiety and catching up with, uh, you know, with the work that they're missing. And so this topic of anxious kids has been one that I have personally experienced, but also I see it here at Iriki. You know, there's a lot of kids who come in or parents come in with their kids who may have some math anxiety or anxiety around learning or getting their work done. Uh, And it's just a, a, a very overwhelming experience for them to get things completed and um so and i guess like what does that anxiety look like in in tutoring or in the classroom um sure i think a big part is that when kids are um seeing a problem or situation that they've never seen before uh there's a lot of fear in failure or they're they're not there's a sense of over um they're overwhelmed because they don't know where to begin and uh in some cases kids come in they feel paralyzed they don't know where to start and so because of all these feelings um a sense of worry gets to build up that i'm not going to be able to be successful in school i'm not going to be able to be successful in the future and then, you know, what, what becomes of me. And is this something that kind of starts early on and then goes away once kids get older and are more used to being in the classroom or tackling different problems that are they haven't seen before? Like, does that adjustment happen or uh, is, is the anxiety still present later on? Well, so number one, I'm definitely not a a psychologist or a therapist, but I will tell you that in the research that I've done, um, you know, anxiety is a normal thing. We all experience things that are uncomfortable, that we, uh, you know, uh, find challenging, and that's just part of life. And that starts from a very early age when you may be a young child and you don't get to the you know the store that you want to go to or you know your friend can't come over or whatever it may be and so challenges will be around for you um, from a very early age and it could be little challenges or little um, uh, disappointments to big challenges and big disappointments so I think that what 
what I understand, um, you know, anxiety is, is that we, when we don't have the tools to um, push through those challenges, that makes it hard and people get anxious around solving problems that they've never had the tools to, to, to solve. Um, so how do you think teaching or learning needs to change to accommodate student anxiety or kid anxiety? Well, I, it's a tough balance because it's, it's much easier to make things easier for people, right? It's, it, I, so for example, even as a teacher, I remember it was easier for me to give a student a B than it is to give them a C because, um, you know, students or parents might say, well, why did I get a C, right? Um, and, you know, maybe I, you know, it's because you're not at a B level and you have to work harder and that means you have to put more work in and it's not going to be fun. And so I guess there's that balance of encouraging them to keep going, but also showing them that they didn't do their best or that they didn't do something right, but not wanting to completely crush their dreams. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, part of the, the, the big challenge I think as parents and as educators is, you know, when do we let them struggle and fail? Because I think that is a big part of building resilience. And, and when you have been able to overcome challenges and failures, then you feel more confident in the next, when the next time comes around and you face another challenge or failure, you can pick yourself back up and you know, you can navigate through things you really can't control. I think a lot of anxiety comes from when you just don't feel in control of what's happening to you. And then there's this overwhelming feeling of, I don't know what to do about that. Mm -hmm. um, so what I see often is people will remove some of those um, anxiety points. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't think I'm gonna do well in the class because I don't like the teacher. So I'm gonna move you into an easier class. Um, I don't think I'm gonna do well with this team because I'm not playing enough. Um, then I'm going to move you to an easier team. Um, these are possibly very valid solutions for all sorts of reasons, but at the same time, you know, what can you learn from being with a tougher teacher? What can you learn from being on a tougher team? And normalizing adversity and struggles, but saying that it's okay to fail or to have these roadblocks, but also how are we going to work through it? Right, right. I think that there's been just a lot of, you know, it's, it's much easier as a society now to avoid, right? Or to minimize or to, um, to, to find another path. And, and again, to some degree, some of those choices could be valid. I think that what, um, what will help students and kids become better um, less anxious people is by giving them experiences that will challenge them to figure things out on their own. Um, and it could be anything from a small little problem to, you know, uh, my friend can't come over, so how do I 
change up my day to make sure that they can a little later. Um, and or you know something bigger like um, when you're in college and you are having a challenge with a roommate um, how do you you know work through that situation with the roommate and not feel you know like you want to leave the college because of it so for those parents that like to help their kids or feel that they need to help their kids with schoolwork um, and they do it all through school, how does that manifest or affect the kid later on, um, either in college when they might not be living at home anymore or in the real world? Well, I think you know, helping your child with school work is, I mean, there's many, many flavors to that, right? Um, you can stock the assignments and make sure that they're doing them or even help them do it. Um, you could just ask them about whether they've done their homework for the week and not be as hands-on, right? So it, it, you can still help them, but in kind of a micromanaging way or a kind of a minimum managing way. And so um, what is actually going to help them more, especially as they get older, is to allow them to figure it out like don't don't do the work for them don't find the assignments and ask whether they're gonna get done and let them figure it out um, your question about how this manifests into college well you know you're not gonna be there as a parent for them to know when all the assignments are due and what classes are gonna you know compete with what what program and so forth and so um, because there's the training wheels are you know are off then they now have to figure it out and they've if they've never had to figure out their schedules they've never had to organize their assignments then that'll be the first time they do it in college and when they do that there's all sorts of other things that they're probably dealing with too like meeting new friends and you know figuring out a new learning environment and, and living situation so it's much much more amplified with respect to how much now they have to do on their own, especially if they've never had to do a whole lot on their own before. Um, we've seen in college campuses everywhere that there's you know, a rising need for counseling and that um, you know studies, American College of Health Association surveys show that over 60% of students feel an overwhelming sense of anxiety and that college presidents and people are meeting about this particular topic, which I found kind of interesting because I always thought college presidents met to talk about, you know, endowments and yeah, or... sports teams or whatever, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so it's, it's really, really critical that we provide these experiences for, your, for children to learn on their own, fend for themselves, because they're going to have to do that later in life, and and it, it will it will be very overwhelming for them, as seen in the data, if you don't give them those opportunities. Yeah, I think that it's hard, um, and as someone that just graduated from college um, and uh, you know through elementary school, middle school, high school, college, we have these set classes, a set schedule, we always have someone to refer to 
for what's right or what's wrong or make any kind of decisions. And once you get out into the real world, there's a lot less structure, there's less of a set plan of what you're supposed to do. And I think that parents that start their kids, prepare their kids early on for that, um, it's, it's important. One of my favorite proverbs uh, is actually um, smooth seas do not make skillful sailors. Um, smooth seas do not make skillful sailors. I don't know why it's getting that. But um, what that really means is if, if you're sailing and you never ever hit any kind of bumps in the road, the waves, the weather, then you won't be equipped for it when it actually comes to you. So it's, it's basically as simple as that. Just giving your children and your kids and your students opportunities to struggle and fail will not hurt them. It will actually help them. And if you think about your own personal experiences, when have you had your greatest challenges or adversity? Um, chances are there was a great deal of learning that came from that. And if someone were to take all of that away from you and fix your problem, you would have never learned what you now know. So that is, I think, what we want to make sure that we do not rob our students of, our kids of, which is the opportunity to feel a sense of um, pride when they're able to accomplish something hard. Yeah, and that's not, um saying to set them up to fail or to no. try to put them into adverse situations, but when they do come along, and they will because that's life, um, just kind of letting them play themselves out and mm -hmm. let the kids figure it out on, the, on their own. Well, and it, it doesn't have to be, uh, um, you know, certainly tough, big, consequential decisions will need a lot of navigation, but you know, just little, little things like missing a homework assignment. You know, that's something that's pretty easy. And especially with COVID, there's been a lot of that. We hear that a lot. So rather than you calling the teacher and working with the school and figuring out how to, how to get that, you know, um, figured out, you just let your kid figure it out. So you know what? It's on you. You missed the assignment. You got to get a hold, you know, you get a hold of the teacher. I don't even want to know that you missed assignment, right? Um, and when I see the F or, or something that comes back, um, then I'm going to ask you how to, how to, you know, how are you going to get yourself out of it? Um, and here are my expectations. Now, you know, there's going to be a lot of maybe some struggle or pushback, but that onus now falls on the kid and not so much on you to fix that problem. That's probably a very classic simple example uh, or if you know if, if your child made a mistake doing something um, said the wrong thing um, you know was not uh, behaving the way that you expect then it's on them to fix the relationship it's on them to fix the problem so more rewarding good behavior instead of punishing bad behavior that and just um, you know, rewarding or uh, motivating, proactive, mm -hmm. independent um, thought. And basically, 
having the student or the child own that experience. And so I think that when everything is done for them, this, they feel out of control because someone has taken that control from them to fix the problem. So when they have a problem, they don't know how to fix it. So you have to give them the controls, the powers, the latitude to fix and deal with challenges and problems. Um, so I guess kind of wrapping things up, um, and that was all great information. I think that parents and educators will find it all very helpful. And um, what advice would you give to parents, teachers, adults that worry about their kids being anxious or that already know that their kids are anxious? Right. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is it's okay to let them struggle and fail. Um, I think, you know, help them manage the situations that bring in anxiety, but not avoid the situations that bring anxiety. Um, you know, praise them for being independent and allow them to make their own choices and kind of suffer through or enjoy the consequences of their choices. I think that um, just giving them the exposure to try and even though you might think they're going to fail, um, don't put your own anxieties or thoughts on top of that. And we see this every day at, at Eureki where students come here with a lot of math anxiety. We don't say, oh, let's not do word problems, which cause a lot of anxiety, or let's, let's not do tough problems, right? They actually come in and do hard problems, word problems, puzzles. They have to do it in front of people. They have to explain their work and the doors are open so people are coming in and out asking them questions. And that is done by design because we want them to feel, the kids, to feel like, yeah, even under pressure, I can do this. And, um, and the first couple of times, it may not always be fun, um, but I feel that you know once the kids are used to being able to move through adversity, they are just going to be much more self-confident and happier. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, this has been Eureki Unplugged. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Eureki. Um, you can read the full blog article about anxious students at Eureki.com. Um, and if you have any comments or future topic suggestions, you can email us at info at Thank you, everybody.